Today we continue week two of a four-week sermon series titled Threshold, an Advent Journey. Last week I mentioned about the magical place of Chaco Canyon, nestled in a remote area of northwestern New Mexico. This place contains the ruins of civilizations of long ago. The largest of the great houses in that canyon, the largest of the complexes, almost two acres of land containing of about 600, 700 rooms is known as Pueblo Bonito. And you can go and you can visit there. This complex was built for ceremonies and for trading. People come from all over the ancient southwestern world. They found in pottery there, cocoa, a thousand miles away, trading with each other. The first houses were built in 828 And eventually, they were abandoned some 300 years later in 1126. It's amazing. When you go to Pueblo Bonito and you walk through the rooms, some of the rooms are connected only by the doorways, these thresholds. And because the the buildings there, some of them went up five stories into the air, the walls are thick. And the threshold, the doorway between one room and the other, in some spaces, can be as wide, as thick as three feet. And to get through from one room to another, you kind of have to crouch down and walk like a duck. You kind of have to kind of go bend down. And when you get halfway in between these two rooms, three feet apart, in this little mini tunnel... A guy like me, I couldn't turn around. Now, I didn't get stuck, if what you're thinking. But it's not very much mobility in those things. You only could go forward. I've been talking about life transitions. Those times in our lives when we move from one reality to another. And we all go through them, and we go through many different types of transitions. And whether we're individuals or as a church, there's a time that we go through where the past is no longer quite like it was. Things don't add up like they did. Oh, we have the memory of the past with us at all times. But as far as we get away from it, we start to remember it in a distorted way. Back then, everything was good. Life was wonderful without blemish. We join the chorus of our ancestors in the faith who after coming out of slavery in Egypt, as they were wandering through their transition of the wilderness... They cried out, oh, that we could go back to Egypt. We had it good back then when we were slaves. How quick we forget. 
how quick we distort, but that's what happens when we're in the midst of transitions. We distort things. We get overcome by fear and uncertainty. We're disoriented. Our own senses don't serve us quite the way they should. The people that first heard the words from Isaiah, the people in exile, they knew what it meant when Isaiah said, weak hands, feeble knees, and fearful hearts, anxious hearts. They knew what it meant to not be able to see into the future and dream a different reality. They knew that they couldn't hear, they couldn't speak, they couldn't move. They were stuck, stuck in a time of wilderness and, and stuck in a time of transition. And they were afraid. Now, when we get in that place, we're liable to drink any snake oil. We want quick and easy solutions. But Isaiah calls us to something different. Isaiah calls us to trust, to have faith, to believe in the promise of God. Isaiah imagines a day when God will bring something new to the wilderness. When the wilderness itself will bloom. When the crocus will be everywhere. When the flowers will be. And there will be pools of water. And the dry places. Isaiah imagines a future. That is filled with God's presence. And life is restored and renewed. The blind will see. Deaf will hear, the speechless will have a voice, and those that can't move, they'll be jumping up in joy, they'll be leaping, and the very wilderness, the very dryness that we find ourselves in will shout and sing for joy. What a day, what an image, and there will be a highway, a path. For us to travel. Hundreds of years later, when Jesus came on the scene and his ministry of healing was giving sight to the blind, when he was allowing the deaf to hear, when Jesus was lifting up the paralyzed and letting them walk with their mats. God's people saw that the vision of Isaiah was coming to pass. What they had yearned for, that inbreaking of God's kingdom, had arrived in their midst. And they listened to Jesus' words, his teaching, because Jesus spoke with a wisdom and a guidance there is the highway of God. And Jesus' life of kindness and love and compassion, 
of reaching out to the outcast and bringing them in, of forgiving, of being present in times of trouble. That highway was before them. And they were invited to walk in the way of God. Folks, as we gather, as we continue to walk through our transitions in life, both as an individual and as a church, as we are in the midst of things that may be disorienting, may be fearful, let us remember the highway that God prepared for us in Christ. The teaching of Jesus that will guide us through this time of transition, this time of uncertainty. It is in the teaching of Jesus, God's love and care and compassion, the grace, the mercy, the forgiveness, that we find a way to walk through this time. Walk, not crouch down like a duck, Harring to move, having a hard time moving. No, walking with a straightness and a confidence, literally a with faith. That God not only goes in front of us. Christ has not only come before us to show us how to walk through this life. But that God is right alongside us. There to pick us up, there to carry us when needed, and there to encourage us onward in our travels. May we be so strengthened this week in our Advent journey through our threshold. Amen.